Go home. Go home. Go home. Alright guys, and welcome to Watching with the Go Home Show, Episode 7. I'm your host, Eric Bedour, along with my co-host, tag team partner, best friend, Brian Overshocker. Brian, yo, how you doing today? I'm doing good. Brian's doing good. Uh, guys, we have another episode of Watching with the Go Home Show. This one's banked, so that way it's ready to go. At a moment's notice, who knows when we might use it. You don't even know when this got recorded. You have no idea. Uh, it, it could be the past. Honky Tonk Man just won the Intercontinental Championship. Damn, could I couldn't be th- believe it. Could be the future. Tama Tonga debuted. What? Wow. Damn. So who even can never say to what happened when we did this? Nobody can say. Nobody, not even one person. Not even a single person. Not even. Brian. Yes. Are you having a good day? I'm having a pretty good day. We're having a pretty good day. Yeah. We're excited about recording this latest episode. Yep. We're going to be using this. Who knows when it's going to go up so we... We wanted to watch something classic. Something classic. We couldn't. We couldn't watch something new because yeah. who knows when this is new? Yeah. We had to watch something old. We had to watch something good. We yep. had to watch something about an hour long. Yeah. Old and dirty. Old and dirty. Dirty. Quote ODB right there. Gross. Super gross. That's just ODB quotes. That's ODB quotes, guys. Yep. And uh, at this time of recording, uh, maybe ODB was still alive, or or maybe he's resurrected. Like Jesus, mm-hmm. hence his name. Yep, Big Baby Jesus. <sighs> and why I can't wait. Oh man, Brian, we have another episode of Watching with the Go Home Show, and we are going to be watching an episode of SmackDown. Whoa! But wait, how are we going to watch an entire episode of SmackDown in one hour's time, Brian? That's a dumb as fuck question. You dumb idiot! That, you that goddamn idiot! You're fucking stupid I, for even asking that. I'm a I'm a you freaking know, artard. You're you're a oh, Jesus Christ. Politically correct. First, it was low-income families, and now it's this. I don't know. We have maybe we haven't recorded that podcast <laughs> maybe, yet. Maybe we haven't talked about low-income families. Maybe that's something we've written down. <laughs> Yo, talk about low-income families in the future. <laughs> Brian, yes, you're dumb for asking that SmackDown question because you're the one who said that we should watch this. You dumb idiot. Yeah, it was it was a toss up. You're supposed to be like, that's right. You're not gonna watch all of SmackDown. I don't know how that works. I don't I don't really understand this radio thing. I see what station is this on? This uh, is on this is on Jam and Z ninety. Yeah, are we listening to this? Where can people where can people listen to this? People, What's the radio station? People can listen to this on Magic ninety two point five. Okay, cool. A little regional humor for y'all. Well, um, you already said Jam and Z ninety. All right, how about how about in New York? You listen to this on Hot ninety seven. We come after we come on after Funkmaster Flex. Uh... <laughs> So soon to be picked up on XM radio. Yeah, we're going to be on XM. We're going to be Billy Joel has a channel on XM radio. Uh-huh. Uh, we're, this is going to air on that station. Good. But it's going to be all Billy Joel all 24 hours a day. Right. But from about like 1030 a.m. to 1130 a.m. Mm-hmm. is watching with a go home show episode seven. Man, we got a good position. Hell yeah. That's like prime time. That's yeah. 1030 a.m. to 1130 a.m prime time for radio yeah when you're sitting at your office and uh-huh. you gotta listen to something uh-huh it's prime time that's prime that hey guys that's prime time you gotten settled in at work uh-huh you gotten through all your uh emails or regular mails uh depending on what time we recorded this podcast <laughs> yeah, email might not even be invented yet <laughs> it's not open to the general public yet uh al gore's still like i don't know if they need it um <laughs> you're just sitting there thinking ah oh, man i i gotta i gotta start listening to my cereals Watching with the Go Home Show. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you gotta start listening to your serials. That's it. Well, we are gonna watch SmackDown. We're going to watch the Iron Man match between Kurt Angle and Brock Lesnar from September 18th, 2003. Brian suggested this earlier today. I thought that was a very good suggestion. Thank you. Because uh, I haven't watched this match in a long time. No, yeah, it's been about a year since I watched it. Yeah, Angle is on his way to retiring. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's had his last match with TNA, and he has like some dates outside of it that he's kind of doing some stuff with. Oh yeah, isn't he like doing a hiatus or something like that? Something like that, but I'm not really. I mean, honestly, I'm not really sure what yeah. it is. He's been in TNA for so long, and like 
I'll be goddamned if I watch that. Longer than he was in WWE, yeah, right? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that crazy? Wow. And uh, Brock Lesnar, very young Brock Lesnar, looking yeah. at him freeze-framed here. Uh, very young Brock Lesnar that we're seeing here. Um, so Hot Dog. Damn. So Hot Dogs and Hamburgers, we're going to watch this thing. Uh, from, from 14 years ago. Holy shit. Wait, 13 years ago. Because it's 2016, that's from 2003. Ah, yes. Sorry. Did my math wrong? <laughs> I still thought this was from 20, 2002. 2002. 2002. From old 2002. This is from 2003 from September 18th. Uh, on Brian's suggestion, we'll be watching this. Guys, the watching with the Go Home Show is super easy. Uh, you just find this episode of SmackDown mm-hmm. uh, on the WWE Network because that's where probably is easiest to watch, Absolutely. I assume. Uh, you just sign up for a free trial because it costs you no money and you can just make up a fake email address and it does not matter Yep. Um, if you want to do that. If not, you can just listen because this will probably be loud enough where you can hear it. Unfortunately, you won't be able to see it. But that, It's a good match, so you, you should probably go you should probably it. You should probably watch it. Also, yeah. you can find it online. It's all over Daily Motion and stuff. Yeah. But just the timing probably won't sync up because we're going off of WWE Network's bookmark yep. thing. Uh, and on this episode of SmackDown, it's at 39 minutes and 20 seconds. That's where we're going to be starting. Watching with the Go Home Show is super easy. When we say three, two, one, on that clap, you hit play with us. And that is when everything's going to start. Everything's going to sync up. And we're going to be talking over this match, uh, shooting the breeze, shooting the shoot. I don't swear. And uh, we're going to be having, we're going to have fun watching uh, this match where Brock Lesnar does not have a chest tattoo and he has a young little baby face. Yeah. Look at how young he looks here. He looks, I mean, I know this was, you know, 13 years ago Uh, or whatever, but he still has the same size or uh, is maybe bigger now. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's because he's not wearing tights anymore and wearing shorts. Oh, yeah. But his legs look bigger now. Yep, yep. Either way, Brock Lesnar is a beast. Yep. And I'm very excited for this. Yep. So let's dive in. Watching with the Go Home Show episode 7 from September 18th. 2003 episode of SmackDown. We're going to be watching the Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar Iron Man match. Brian, you're going to clap. I'm going to yes. count down. You're going to clap and I'm going to hit play. Ready? All right. Okay, guys, here we go. Get ready. On WWE Network. Here we go. Three, two, one. Angle is the undisputed champion. What do you think of that belt? I thought it was the... Second ugliest belt. I really... People love it, and I don't understand why. I never liked this belt at all. I thought it looked like it had, like, I, shitty skull and cross... Oh, I think, I, think it looks, I think it looks super gaudy. It, it, well, yeah, it definitely was. It, they were trying to have, like, the successor of the Big Gold yeah. and, and Big Eagle... Or that's not the big eagle. Would it be the the winged eagle? The winged winged eagle belt. <clears throat> I'm wearing uh, a breathe right strip because I'm sick at the time of this recording. So it, I just never liked. I never liked anything about that belt. No, I think it's really ugly. God, Brock Lesnar is so young here. Yep. Do you do you think he bleaches his hair or no? He doesn't, right? Like Lesnar. Yeah, I think that's just the way he looks. Damn. <clears throat> SmackDown really benefited from this era and everything of being an edited show. Yeah. Um, everybody's chanting, you tapped out at, at Brock Lesnar, and he's very upset. Look at how mad he is. I'd be pissed, too. So much personality. Look at how many more signs there are. And this isn't even, like, that long ago. I mean, this is... I mean, 2003 is, you know, oh, oh it's pretty old, but it's not that old. Yeah. Look, Brian Hebner. Where's he now? <clears throat> oh, wow. Look at these... Look at him, booting him, kicking him, hitting him. Uh, also, I think he's in TNA. Oh. With, uh, is that where where Earl is? Yeah. Okay. That's where they ended up. Damn. Yeah. Uh, ew. Where's David Hebner? I don't know. Is he dead? No, he's probably in TNA also. Yeah. All the Hebners. Uh, I like Kurt Angle's tights, the front, where it's supposed to be white, and it's kind of like a grayish color. I... I feel like Kurt Angle was never given any attention or, like, praise for how good his ring attire was. It was always really good and always so different. Yeah. He has two different knee pads on. Yeah. It's supposed to look like the American flag. Yep. That's a cool, like, little detail that not a lot of people nowadays have. You have somebody like Jack Swagger who's basically got a Coors Light gimmick <laughs> version of uh, of of this. Yep. And... 
It doesn't have anything this creative. Nuh-uh. But I feel like, and I could be wrong here, I feel like that is what Angle brought to everything he did. Yeah. He, oh, he, he, he put a lot of his personality into this. It's, it's so crazy because you wouldn't think that he was a natural showman. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, he could do so much. He could be a real serious character. He was always, like, a fun comedic character. I liked him so much in everything he did. Oh, jeez. Brock Lesnar no-selling the clotheslines is really cool. That's awesome. That's really great. That's awesome. Oh, oh nice. Going after the leg. That dropkick, yep. though. I like that. Angle is just so naturally gifted at... He's just an athlete. You know what I mean? Jesus. He's, he's just an athlete. Yep. He could... You could tell that he picked this up really fast. Yeah. You know, he, when he first started wrestling, he wasn't that good. No. His promos were okay, and in the ring he was alright, but given the amount of time before he was, like, uh, like higher up on the card guy, he'd only been wrestling for a couple of years. Yeah. Like, I think there's just something about when you're that good of an amateur wrestler to move into professional wrestling, there's something about that, that like, knowing your body control and your body motion, it doesn't transfer for everyone. I mean, look at Jason Jordan and Chad Gable. Uh... Chad Gable's like a natural showman. Jason Jordan, not so much, and you have to kind of pull it out of him. Right. And, and that's kind of what J- what Chad Gable brought to it, mm-hmm. is like that that sort of uh, showmanship where he's going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Lesnar calling a timeout. Brock Lesnar's gigantic. Oh, what a heel. What a heel. Um, but yeah, Chad Gable, you know, you can see him in the ring, and he's such a natural talent. And Jason Jordan is too, but the difference is being able to sell it and, mm-hmm. and being able to put on like a crazy show. Yeah. You know, knowing where you are and all that stuff. <clears throat> and Angle had that. Angle has that. I don't know why I said had. It's like he lost it. No. Those arm drags look silly though. They do. But I think it's just uh, because you don't normally see guys this big do arm drags. That's true. Or at least not anymore. I feel like I saw a lot more of this kind of wrestling back then. Mm-hmm. And then this is sort of when it started to turn to less and less of that. <laughs> <He's just kick. laughs> oh, wow. Those weigh 300 pounds, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Those they, are 300-pound steps. They sure do, yeah. They sure do weigh that much. He should, he should set it down and then walk up it. Oh, man. He just threw it. Oh, dang. He just threw it. Shit. Oh, yeah. this, is good, uh, this is good heel work from yeah. Lesnar. Lesnar is just circling the outside of the ring. I like that. What's the... <clears throat> is the back of his tights supposed to be something? Does he have a tattoo that looks like that or something? Uh, yeah, I think he has that on... Is that his in his shoulder? Right shoulder? Oh, you're right. You're or, right. or it's the one that's also on his back. It's not the one on his back. That's why I asked. Because it's not the one on his back. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It's the one on his shoulder. Hmm. That's good. He should just get a big knife tattoo on his chest. Totally. He should also get tiger tattoos on his shoulder blades. <laughs> I thought they were hooks. Yeah, hey, for the longest time I had no idea what they were. <laughs> wow, they're really taking their time. I guess when you know you have to wrestle 60 minutes, it's hard to it's hard to be super intense the whole time. You know, you want to waste, not waste time, but you want to take your time doing stuff like this. Yeah. It's and but, th- th- this is good heel heat. Exactly, I was going to say. Especially because, you know, we all want Kurt Angle to win. We don't like Brock Lesnar, and he doesn't. He's not fighting him, right? You know, they they just killed you know five minutes of this fight. Yep, it's got to be hard as hell to wrestle sixty. I mean, sixty minutes is a long time. Yeah, that's the length of this podcast. Whoa! <laughs> I really like Lesnar's look, but like. He, yeah, he's a lot bigger now. I think he just got older and lost some of like that, I don't want to say baby fat, but that's just kind of what it was, Yeah. right? I mean, what is he here, 24? Oh, jeez, I don't know. Look it up. Look up how old he was in 2003. Let's see. Because he was like the youngest champion until Randy Orton was the youngest champion. I think that's how that worked. Yep. He's 38 now. He's born in 77. He's born in 77? Yeah. So this was 2003 minus Uh 1977. It's 26. Cool. Hell yeah. 
That's crazy. Wow. So young here. He's 38. That's it, yeah. He's only 38. I mean, AJ Styles is 38. Wow. Yeah, right? I hope whenever he returns to WWE, he comes back with his beard. Yeah, right? I would love to see Lesnar with a beard again. I think that would be really cool. It's kind of It kind of sucks that Angle's never going to get back in WWE. You know what I mean? But also... Oh, Jesus. Jesus. What a belly-to-belly. But right back up. <coughs> um, I love the pacing of this match yeah, so far. Slow. Real methodical. The, the, the spots have been really big mm-hmm. when they hit. Uh, I was saying it, it kind of sucks that he's just... Angle's never going to come back to WWE to have, like, another match. Ever. It, I mean, I don't really understand what the situation is there. Why, why are... Like, are they just on the outs, or... No, he's he's pretty broken down, and he's on, from everything that, you know, everything that you read online and everything, you know, interviews and stuff like that, a lot of pills, drinking, I think he got popped for DUI a couple of times, and, like, it, it really sucks. It really sucks that he's just gonna wrestle until, like, his body gives out. I mean, that's, that's the kind of person I, I think that Kurt Angle is, though. Yeah. Like... He, he rest, he I mean he won he won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck. Yeah. And won the uh well that wasn't uh that wasn't the title match, but won that match against Shane McMahon with a yeah. broken back. Yeah, broken tailbone, man. Like that this is what he lives for, this is what he does. I I feel like he's just a guy who I think whatever he does, he gives a hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. Like everything goes into it. And yeah. uh you know, it it's hard to watch ooh, that looked good. It's hard to watch. It's hard to watch a guy that you respect so much kind of go until there's nothing left. Yeah, that's uh, that's how I feel like a lot of Japanese wrestlers are, though. Yeah, and, and man, there's like a lot of older Japanese wrestlers. A lot of older Japanese wrestlers. Yeah, um, yeah, they just go until they can't go anymore. I guess and that that sucks. But look at Michael Cole, shitty polo. It's probably why Big Show's still a wrestler. Yeah. Like, because he's not going to stop. What, I mean, what else is he going to oh! do? That's a chair shot to the head. Yep. Oh, here you go. How do you get some heel heat? Yeah, but look at how much got taken out of Angle. Exactly. It's supposed to be an athletic competition. No, it's supposed to be for the World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. And how do you win that? Whatever way you can. Mm-hmm. Uh, this what I've never seen this match until about maybe a year or two ago because I went through and I oh hell yeah yell at Michael Cole he wants give me water, water. <laughs> nice having a drink yep I went back after uh, after you know WrestleMania 30 and he beat the streak and uh-huh. watched basically every match that he was ever in on like a pay per view or for a title and. This was that was the first time I'd ever seen this match. Mm-hmm. I thought that was such a unique story device that he all he cares about is being the champion. So he knows that a chair shot's gonna greatly he'll, affect. He'll he'll lose that first fall, but he doesn't mind giving it up because he's softening up angles so much. He can get that he can get that fall back no problem. Yep, which is very cool. This is when you had a lot more personality out of Brock Lesnar. Here, when he had, like, a nice heel run without a manager. Yeah. I mean, he definitely benefits from Paul Heyman. Absolutely. Absolutely benefits from Paul. I mean, anyone really does. Yeah. But, um... Not Cesaro. Yeah, not Cesaro. That was weird, right? Or Jack... Was Jack Swagger there, too? No. 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 It was Ryback. Ryback. Yeah. Uh, yep. you're thinking of, uh, uh, Michael McGillicuddy, a.k.a. Curtis Axel. Remember when that, when Paul Heyman was... That was Paul right. Heyman's guy? Remember that? Yeah. Oh, there's an F5. Now they're tied one to one. Still, chair shot rings loud. Yep, good, very good moment in this match. Again, the, the SmackDown at this time—if you guys have never watched SmackDown from this time period—it was really phenomenal. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, Paul Heyman was in charge, and they had <laughs> they had Angle, they had Benoit, they had Taker, they had Lesnar, they had Guerrero, and they had Mysterio. I'm surprised they got Taker. He wanted to, you know, Triple H was top dog on the other show. So, makes sense. Gotta have a top dog over here. 
like at, at that time, I remember there being a lot of uh, people going like, "This guy needs to fucking retire." He's like, "Why is he winning anything? This guy sucks." You know, it, it was that time in his career where it was just sort of like you're putting on kind of boring matches. Yeah, you know, they weren't very good, but you know, whatever. That's kind of see how it uh, kind of see how it turned out. Mm-hmm. I like that there's somebody in the crowd with a Matt Hardy V1 shirt. V1, nah. I love Matt Hardy V1, the best. So cool. I like all the APA shirts. Hell yeah, always pounding ass. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> Brock Lesnar can be the champion. He's so he's so tan here compared to now. Yeah, he's incredibly tan here compared to now. Uh, yeah, but he only, I feel like he only tans from his like chin and jawline down. Well, yeah. Look at his red, 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 red face. <laughs> oh my god. <coughs> this is nice and slow. Like this is paced really well. Oh yep. look. Oh that that'll pop the crowd. You see the kid in the front row? Yeah. He like can't believe it. Oh wow! Tap. That's two to one. Look at that. And he's not gonna let go. Nope. Doesn't have to. There you go. Jesus. <laughs> Look at that, dude. This rules. No selling that that ankle that he just tapped out on. Ooh. Smackdown is. SmackDown was, like, fun as hell here. Yeah. Oh, shit. Is it, th- is it three to one? <clears throat> what a valiant and courageous champion. Oh, he did. He kicked out of his own move. Nice. <coughs> Again, th- this is where the show benefits from being taped. Yeah. Because you can just, oh, nothing happened here. All right, cool. Just put a big replay over it. <clears throat> do the commentary afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I listened to an interview with Michael Cole or Taz. I think it was with Michael Cole. I was listening to the JBL and Cole show for a while. Uh, I think that's where this was. Mm. And they talked about... Michael Cole talked about um, recording with Paul Heyman. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, how much he and Taz hated it. <laughs> because they would have to come in. You know, they would tape the show. And right. they would do commentary. Like, during the show. Right. And then they would go... This this was Tuesday. And then Wednesday, they'd have to go to Stanford. Jesus. Fly from wherever they were, fly to Stanford, record the commentary, and spend hours doing it. So right. that way they get everything right. And then, you know, go live and all that. Or, like, then the show would air and all this stuff. And, and, you know, even still, like, their commentary wasn't that great. It was good. It was fine. Yeah. It wasn't that great. It was the best it, it could be. Yeah. And they... Michael... I think it was Michael Cole, and he was talking about how he hated it or whatever. And, uh, until they heard about how SmackDown was looked at as, like, the B-show and how they weren't good commentators and how everything, you know, everything about the show is, like, you know, lesser than and all this stuff. And, Interesting and shot. Then, <clears throat> I like that shot a lot. And then Michael Cole was saying, like, and that's when we started, like, like, we saw what Paul Heyman was doing. 110%. Like, we went and we gave everything that we had after that. Yeah. Like, we saw how we were viewed, and we went, fuck that. Yeah. I'm like, that's so cool. Also, those German suplexes look dope. Yeah. That shot from the crowd was really cool. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. That's not that's not a shot you ever see. Ever. Ever. Was that the crane? I don't know what that... Yeah, it was super low for a crane shot. Yeah. Though. It was, like, in the crowd. It was. It was so, very I mean, cool. It's possible that somebody was standing back in that little gap between the production area and the crowd, but... When would you ever have a camera there? When would you ever have a camera back there? I mean, you have one of those, you know, handheld guys run out and uh, and shoot in the back just just because. I guess. That's a cool shot to take. But, like, I think that just happens to be, again, it's like Lucha Underground, benefiting from being a tape show. Yeah. You have that shot and you go, yeah, fuck yeah, use this. Mm-hmm. You know, live, you might not necessarily use that shot. And, and you might not give up a camera for that. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But, um, you know, on a recorded show, yeah, why not? You can see it's a lot more cinematic. Yeah. I wonder if there are more, there are probably more cameras now than there were back I, then, I would right? definitely think so. Yeah, there's pro- there's probably one, two, there's three. The main on the jib would be five. I mean, there's probably six. 
Oh, fuck. Ooh. Jesus. F5 on the ground. On the outside. Awesome. There it is. Very little padding. That's the best line you had for that. <laughs> the crowd is half chanting, holy shit. I wonder if they, uh... They, uh, you know, edited the holy shits out. No, I mean, you could hear it. it yeah. Just didn't, it just didn't sound good. Oh. Angles counted out. That's another fall. Yeah. Still 40 minutes left. Jesus. Yeah, right? Again, the pacing. The the pacing of, like, really taking your time. Lesnar really getting up ahead. It's a good heel-to-face dynamic. Because this is what you want. You need your baby face to come from behind. He'll rally and he'll get some stuff here and there. But, like... Lesnar's in firm control. The champion's down and out, and you go to commercial. And then you come back. God, I really like those tights on Angle. That yeah. was really cool. It does bother me that the stars on the right knee pad are opposite of the uh, left stars on the back of the tights. Shouldn't. Stars always on the left. It's true. It's true. You're USA. right. Yep. You're right. Ow. You're going to wear them where I'm right. That was a big-ass shoulder block. Man, SmackDown was, like, cool here. Yeah. This is this has been er- so much fun. And, and earlier in the show, we watched some of it earlier, uh, Los Guerreros won the Tag Team Championships off Haas and Benjamin. Yeah. Like, that was a cool match. And see, Guerrero was the U.S. champion at the time and then became the, uh, well, I guess Eddie Guerrero. Los Guerreros is both Guerreros. Yeah. Uh, he was Eddie Guerrero was the U.S. champion at the time and then won the tag championships with Chavo. And uh, that was the start of a very fun run of those guys being tag team champs and oh, having yeah? great feuds. Yeah, having a great feud with the uh, world's greatest tag team. Who was the world's greatest tag team? No, uh, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin. Ah. That was their name. And I loved them. I liked them so much. I always thought Shelton Benjamin was such a good wrestler. But he just didn't have the uh, the size that WWE wanted. I, I guess. You know what? I think they really liked him. He couldn't talk. Yeah, he wasn't a guy on the mic because they gave him a lot of chances to be something. Yeah, he was IC champ a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, and he was like they changed his gimmick a few times, and you know he had his mom come out. He had his mama come out with him, whatever <laughs> yeah. that thing. And then there was uh, the other time when he was the gold standard. I he, love the gold standard. Bleached his hair blonde, and he was the gold standard. All it takes. Yep. Angle slam. There's the angle slam. The crowd is so into it. Man, to go to SmackDown and then just hear, hey, there's going to be an Iron Man match tonight. Yo, what the fuck? That's like when we went to Raw. Yo, there's a tournament tonight. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. yeah and the main event's a Fatal 4-Way. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Could not believe it. <laughs> Super awesome. Ooh. Ooh. Unlikely event of a tie. UPN's gonna give them time to go over. They gave him permission. That UPN said, hey, you know what, guys? Uh, uh, what was Brandy's show? A Moesha. Moesha? Moesha Wait, reruns? Or was well, it Cleopatra? No. That was Monica's show? That was a different thing. No, Cle- Cleopatra was a completely different thing. Moesha reruns? They'll wait. SmackDown can run over 15 minutes. That's okay. But the Wayans brothers, <laughs> you better not cut into that time. Uh, Home Movies was on UPN. That's right. Yeah. That, like, in its first run, yeah. it was on UPN in Squiggle Vision. Weird. And then it got an extended uh, life on Adult Swim. Yeah. Like, um, like Family Guy. <laughs> Futurama. Yeah. Uh, I don't think a lot of people realize that totally away from wrestling now fuck it but uh i don't think people realize like how much these shows benefited from like getting picked up by adult swim when adult swim was nothing well what what i really like about adult swim is that it will like it'll give a show a chance yeah like weird shows c-lab 2021 oh yeah it was weird as fuck and man do you remember watching adult swim in high school yeah just going like nobody knows about this this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. It was... I remember when I was in middle school, I hated it. Mm-hmm. And then when I was in high school, I was like, oh no, these shows are funny. Right? Because for me, I up until like, you know, maybe sophomore year, I still liked kids' shows. Yeah. 
Like, straight up. I still, I still watch, like, all the kids' shows. So when Adult Swim came on, it meant no more fun cartoons. Yep. Wait, and... Oh, oh, hell yeah. Nice. Oh, that was... What a reversal. Great sequence. That was really cool. Uh, Angle just went up for an F5, landed on his feet, and then wrestled Lesnar down to an ankle lock. That, that was looked, great. That looked really, really good. Uh-oh. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh, Jesus, Brian Hebner sold the shit out of that. Holy fuck. That was great. Yep. And there's the angle slam, and he's going to go for the cover. And there's your desperation spot. Mm-hmm. The crowd's canning one, two, three, four, I, five, six. I love when the crowd does that. Yep. Back then, now I think it's dumb. That was... No. He didn't intentionally knock him out. God, Brian Hefner sold that so Turned well. Inside out. That was so cool. Oh, low blow. What a low blow. See, he's a heel, man. Yep. That's it. Should have tied it up. Should have, but didn't. Did not. Uh, I want to talk more about Adult Swim. <laughs> <laughs> Home movies was like the best. I yep. remember uh, we had a friend, Colin. Oh, yeah. Helg in high school, and I would always talk to him about it. I'm like, did you watch Adult Swim last night? Yeah, did you see C-Lab? you see Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Like, I feel like I'm really dating myself because we watched, like, first run... Like, I, re- I watched, like, first run episodes of C-Lab 2021 and Space Ghost. Oh, oh yeah. no, Mark Eaton, run! Run, Mark Eaton! Poor Mark Eaton. Ah, uh, poor guy. I remember from that time I really liked C-Lab a lot. Oh, f- I love, fucking love C-Lab. I remember... You had the DVDs of it. Yep. And we would watch it at your house all the time. Yep. Love C-Lab. There's a, uh, there's a channel on YouTube that only has like three videos right now, but they're all really good. It's called Captain Christian, spelled with K's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think everyone should, I mean, if you guys haven't seen it, you should check it out. He has a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just, Lesnar just tossed Brian Hebner. Fucking count this. Watch, watch him. Is he going to kick out? One, two, ooh, it's another fall. Yep, four to two. Anyway, this channel, uh, Captain Christian, he only has three videos. One is about uh, talking about the golden age of Superman, which was the Max Fleischer cartoons, mm-hmm. and how he invented the rotoscope to like make these cartoons. Right. And uh, like why why it was so important, why it was so cool. Like the old, like, 20s? Oh, the, like No, like the 1940s, like, cartoons. Yeah, yeah, 40s, yeah. 40s, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were really good. Yeah. Um, I have, like, VHSs of them. Yeah. He has uh, another video talking about, uh, specifically, X-Men costumes and how they uh, how they identify the characters so well and, like, why the movies are kind of losing out on muted costumes, you know, because everything's black leather and bullshit. Yeah. Uh, and it's like, it, it's like they don't care... Or understand, I guess, why the costumes are, are so important. Yeah. Something like that. But he has another video that's talking about kind of like the life of Adult Swim and like the importance of Adult Swim. Mm-hmm. And uh, people should check those videos out. They're I, really good. They're about 10 minutes each. I will definitely check those he, out. He does them, I think he does them all himself. And it's like all After Effects stuff that's and like, awesome. like uh, other footage. And it's really cool. I, what the fuck is Angle doing? Holy shit. That, Macho Man axe handle off the top rope to the outside. That looked awesome. Hell yeah. I was talking to um, to uh, Andrew uh-huh. about um, Lucha Underground. Uh-huh. I was watching um, I was watching that recently, and uh, he'd never really sat down and, and watched it and seen that it was more of like a produced kind of thing. Right. Where it was cut together more like a show. Uh-huh. And he was saying, like, yeah, this is a lot more, like, entertaining. Than what, it's it's 100% more entertaining. Than, than like, what what you guys normally watch, because he normally comes in and watches us. Uh, yeah, he, he hears Sasha Banks music come on, and he comes in and does a Sasha Banks entrance. It's great. Yep. I, I'm going to have to get it. A- Whoa! What a missile dropkick by Angle! <laughs> nice. Ah! Oh, I love that. That missile dropkick was incredible. I love that he moved to... To, to hold the, to hold the arm, yeah. To hold to hold the shoulder down on the arm in so he couldn't grab the ropes. Yeah. Well, I don't think Lesnar knew that he was going to be taking a missile drop kick, but I think that was mostly Angle not saying that he was going to be doing one. No, but and it now Angle's incredible. going up for the he's going up for the moonsault. I love the Kurt Angle moonsault. You would not think a guy like this could throw a, mu- a moonsault this fucking beautiful. Yeah, gorgeous. It looks so good, and he never hits it. 
he would get such good hang time on it. Gorgeous. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, Lucha Underground is so super produced, but that's why it's so good. Yeah, and and what, what we were saying about it is that because it's cut more like a show, you don't feel like, okay, this is ridiculous right. as much because you're... They're not trying to convince you that this is, like... Real. A real bout. Right. Like, in this, part of it is still, these are real competitors here to, you know, make their name in this industry. Whereas in Lucha Underground, these are characters in a show. Right. Where the show is about this temple and yada, yada, yada. Yep. His one thing that he said that that was interesting, because, you know, not watching wrestling, not knowing anything about uh, luchadors. Yeah. He was like, I feel like maybe the masks might get blended together. Uh-huh. And you might get confused by some people over time. Uh-huh. Because maybe, you know, one will look uh, more than the yeah. other. Oh, they took there, that there's shot There's that again. shot again. Um, Weird. That's yeah, a great my, shot. Man, I hope they bring that back. That's a great shot. They they won't. No, they, no, they, no. It's This is from 2003. Yeah. They won't. No. Yeah, that's, that, that's got to be a jib shot. Because yeah. I feel like that's where it lives. Yeah, definitely. Sorry, you, you were saying. Oh, no, no, it's fine. Whoa! Jesus Christ! What a belly-to-belly suplex! He just popped his hips and didn't go over with him. No. Lesnar just threw just... Kurt Angle seven feet in the air. That looked great. That was incredible. Man. Wow. Jesus. Uh, but yeah, so I was I was trying to explain to him. I'm like, and, and he kind of started to understand because, uh-huh. of course, never knowing about it, the... Uh, the masks are so important. And yes. That's, and that's what you're talking about here with the costumes. Yep. Like uh, in, in X-Men or you, you know, even well, well, shit, in wrestling, we're talking about Angle's, Angle's tights, like not giving him enough credit. Yeah. Like you can, hey, Stone Cold Steve Austin wore straight black. And yeah. it worked for him so well. Yeah. The Rock had the Brahma Bull or just The Rock. Yeah. It worked so well. Angle, you knew he was a patriot. You knew it was all red, white, and blue. Yep, all over him. His his. You should immediately be able to get a feel for the character exactly from the outfit. Yep, Cuban Tornado. You knew he was a pimp. Yep. He came in in a suit. Yep, like no matter what, you got an idea for what well, kind of look, a wrestler look at, they were. Look at the guys who wrestle now. Uh, like Kevin Owens looks like a brawler. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose looks like a crazy guy off the street. Mm-hmm. Like you, all these guys have personality. Through their tights. And I guess it's, it's not 100% across the board. Like, what would you say about Sami Zayn with what he wears? I don't think you'd know immediately. It's a scop. It's a checkerboard pattern. Mm-hmm. An S and a Z. And, like, not much else. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you know that he's Arabic. Because yeah. his name is written in Arabic. Uh-huh. If you know what that is. If you don't, like Jake Ennis, you think it's a cat face. Yep. Yep. But, you know, either way, it's unique to him. Yep. And same thing, like... You know, but Cesaro or yeah, whatever. Yeah, and luchador masks and, you know, those outfits and, you know, their, their tights and everything are really important to that character. Mm-hmm. They're, they're identified through that stuff. Specifically. Yep. So I told him, if you ever don't know who a wrestler is by his mask, mm-hmm. that's on purpose. Yep. You're not supposed to remember him. And, uh... Well, that was... Damn. I had this conversation recently about Son of Havoc in season one. Mm-hmm. He, man, what a throwaway character that guy was. Straight black... Garbage black mask, just nothing going on. Oh, oh that, that was cool. Le- Lesnar had the uh, stairs up on the apron, and Angle just drop kicked him in Lesnar's face. But what I was saying is, Son of Havoc was a throwaway character. He was a guy who was just supposed to come in and job. Yeah, and then the crowd started getting behind him and like cheering for him. So they went, "Well, shit, let's run with this guy." So yeah. they ran with him, and look at him now. Yeah, so cool. I don't know. It, it's a lot of fun to see that. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun to see that. And and that's what I like. I feel like I feel like nowadays you get a lot of people trying to be something right off the bat. <coughs> uh huh. Big example of that, mm-hmm. Elias Samson. Oh yeah, the gimmick is so big. It's it's trying the, the, to be too much. Oh well, yeah, it's to the, start. The gimmick is so big without any. But here's my problem with a lot of these guys or whatever. Uh, when, when you have a gimmick that large. You kind of have to... You, the whole gimmick doesn't have to be, like, you being that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it should have something to do with it. Like, No Way Jose. Right. Uh-oh, I'm dating this shit. Um, he... Come, he dances. His gimmick is No Way Jose, and that song is so catchy. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything about him is sort of... It fits with... His look and how he moves and all that stuff. Yeah. He wrestles the way that... Wow, big superplex. 
He wrestles the way that he moves. It fits the song. It fits the character. Right. Name, name one thing about Elias Sampson in the ring that reflects his character. His guitar. But he doesn't use it in a match. Nope. When he wrestles, what tells you anything about that character? Nothing. Nothing. Kevin Owens is a straight brawler. Yep. He's mean. He wrestles ugly. Yep. And he fights. Yep. That's he's, Owens. He's a prize fighter. Yep. Uh, if, uh, if I get, this is going to date it right now. But if you watched uh, Monday Night Raw, they had that IC uh, title promo, uh, like yeah. vignette promo they did. Mm-hmm. You know he's not. I love that they've always played him in a very objective way. Yep. It's not that he's an evil guy. It's well, not that, that he's a bad guy. It's it's he's the guy. Waka waka. Whoa. Uh, but he's a heel. He, yeah. The the thing that a heel needs to believe it like, and this is the same for a villain in a movie. What they need to believe... Oh, fuck. Is he going to F5 him into the bar- into the Oh, into the post. Jesus. Um, the th- Holy shit! He's going to F5 him into it. Do it! Do it! He's going to F5 Lesnar into the post! Oh! Leg into the post. That's awesome. That was great. Now he's going to go for the ankle lock. The crowd's yep. going crazy. Uh, the thing you need for a good heel is that they believe everything they're saying. Yeah. The hey. Rock was a great heel because he believed... That he was the people's champion yeah. when he was in the corporation and all this stuff. Like, he believed everything that he said. Yeah. Hans Gruber in Die Hard believed in his cause. Yeah. Like, good villains believe that what they're doing is just and it's right. And and Kevin Owens saying that he's the victim and he's doing this for his family and all this stuff. Single like crab. Nice. Hell yeah. Like, it makes him a believable heel. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it makes it work. It makes it work. It may and and it plays a good line of like, oh, my morals, my like my values have always been my family. Yep. Doing what's best for my career, advancing myself, which are great ideals to have as a face as well. Yep. So it transfers But and, but that's the thing. It a, a face and a heel should be doing the same thing, mm-hmm. but the crowd should be agreeing or disagreeing with yeah. them. Sami Zayn saying, I work hard. And Ke- me and Kevin Owens were family, and he turned his back on his brother. Yeah. And you go, yeah, that's fucked up. And then Kevin Owens going, I do this for my family. I mean, I'm the victim. And the crowd should be going, fuck you. Yep. They, bo- they both believe what they're saying is true, but you're giving the crowd space to agree or disagree. Exactly. And that's how you create or, you know, establish... Whether or not somebody's a heel in an organic way mm-hmm. or a face, but that's it's, it's what you were saying about this. Lesnar's whole thing is that he just he wants the championship this bad. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He doesn't care what he has to do. He wants the championship this bad. Also, these spots right here are awesome. Yeah, Angle going, Angle going for that leg over and over. Lesnar tossing him off, and Angle like a pit bull just keeps going after it, and then eating an F five. But Lesnar's leg is so hurt he can't go for the cover right away, so Angle can probably kick out. Yeah. Now, this is adding a believability and a layer to the story that makes it reasonable yep. for Angle to potentially come back at this point. E- exactly. Now there's a notch against Lesnar yep. for him to... Oh, kick out. Jesus. Nice. Angle can always have that. He, he has he has the best late kickouts because he looks dead. Yep. He does not move until that last second. Yep. I hope this doesn't like shatter the glass for you guys or whatever, and then you can never unsee it. But it's so easy to see when someone's going to kick out most of the time because watch their legs. Yeah. They move their legs first. Yep. The best non-kickouts are... It's so funny. Hulk Hogan. When he gets covered for a three, he always lifts his legs like he's about to kick out, but he has nothing left. Yeah. Because he's trying to have that, like, credibility or believability, like, oh, I'm, like, so close. (laughs) Like, he beat me, but just barely. Yeah. That's always Hulk Hogan's thing. Oh, there's going to be a top row belly to belly. Watch. Angles are pop up. Hell yeah. Yes! Jesus. Awesome. And and that's what I mean. It's totally believable. Yep. Like, he... Nice. Angle got him off that. Wow. Yeah, but look at that. Nine and a half minutes left, and it's five to three. With two pinfalls to go. Wait, yeah, five to three. Damn. He's going to... He needs two to tie. Yeah. Wow. There's nine minutes and 37 seconds left right now. Well, 9.35, four, three, two. There you go. You're you're welcome. You're welcome. You're welcome. Dummies. <coughs> this is good. Brian Hebner. 
Count, let's see when they actually start getting up. Scott Hall said don't move anything until 7. I agree. Lesnar's starting to stir. There's five. They're still down. This is not the here's, fourth quarter, but okay. Here's six. Yeah, fourth quarter. Ten, ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, final 15. It works. Fourth quarter. I guess, Yeah, I guess so. Fourth quarter. Fourth quarter, sure. This is how long the football game should be. <laughs> They they did the double down and now they have the Bouye spot. Yep. Season premiere, guys. Yeah. It's, the, it's the season premiere of SmackDown. There you go, September eighteenth. Yep. You know the season premiere. The season premiere. Man, SmackDown used to matter. I mean, when you had when its own show and everything, that brand split. It just when you half everything, you just I feel like you're just cutting into your money. Yeah. I feel like it's just not a good idea. You do it on house shows, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, like, what What do you do with... How do you make a second show matter when you book the same people on both shows? SmackDown used to be a show that mattered. That's that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, but but uh, before the brand split, it was a show that mattered. Well, I know, but with that, it was it was a show that mattered because... Oh, I love, hang on, I love this part. Kurt Angle puts his straps back on, and the crowd doesn't really know why. And then he takes his straps back off. And they pop so big. They pop so big for it. There's a guy in the crowd losing his mind right now. That's great. That's so. I love that moment in this match. I think that's so great. What a cool like little character piece. Yeah. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Nice DDT. That's like the first DDT this whole match. Yeah. Not a lot of wrestling moves. Uh-oh. One, two. That, the latest kick out. Jesus. And I love that he was willing to throw that final three. Yep. Like nowadays, I feel like it—you'll see the ref pull it back. Yep. And pull pull their three count. And I yep. Hate that. Yep. Man, these guys have to be fucking exhausted. You just have to be so blown up after like fifty minutes of wrestling. Yeah. <coughs> Man, the crowd is like still so into this, but that's exhausting. Wow! Jesus. God, that German just, he just landed dead. Yep. God, this is crazy. This match rules. Yeah. This is a lot of fun. And this is where it starts picking up. God, look at these German suplexes. Man. Wow. Yeah, all he has to do is incapacitate Angle. Yeah, Lesnar just has to stay alive. That's it. He just has to not make any mistakes. Man, I like everything about this match is really, really good. This Jesus. is a very, this is a very good match. You got this on a SmackDown. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? This isn't a pay per view. <laughs> no, this is just a SmackDown. It's on the season premiere of SmackDown. Yeah. Like, how cool! Look at that shot. God, I love that shot. That's great. It gives you a sense of like people being <coughs> into the match yep. and like having an investment outside of just, you know. It's going to be shot only for TV. Yep. I get it. Like, that's what made WWE what it is. TV. Yep. Like, they they got big because they knew how to market themselves. That's their focus. On TV. Mm-hmm. Oh, but... look at that block. Nice. God. Brock Lesnar was so willing to sell for guys. Like... Still. Yeah. To just make them look so big. I, I mean, that that's why Brock Lesnar is probably one of my favorite, if not, like... Wavering between one and two for favorite wrestler of all time. Him, yep. him and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. Like, it's it's a guy who's who just wants to go out there and put on a, a, a good show and perform well. Mm-hmm. If for nobody else than just himself. Yeah. And I, think, I think a lot of it had to do with personal pride. Yeah. And, like, that's why... Whoa. Look at this. Nice. Watch this. Watch oh, this. nice. German suplex victory roll. Into the ankle lock. Man. So great. And this whole time they've been playing up the you tapped out thing for Brock Lesnar. There's four and a half minutes left. This will only bring Angle within one fall. But if he taps, the crowd's going to be going nuts. Yeah. Because it's just one fall away. Yep. With and, and they've been wanting him to tap so bad. Yep. The whole time. Less than five minutes left in yep. the match. Yep. 
They've been teasing it. Like, since the beginning, the match started with the crowd chanting, you tapped out. Yep. And he's gone to the ankle lock so many times. Oh. Oh. He keeps... He's... That's... He's getting to all the ropes, but Angle's pulling him back, and he tapped out. Nice. And the crowd is going nuts. Look at him. Four minutes left. And there's four minutes left now. Wow. This is the way you book an Iron Man match. Yep. This is so good. I wonder who was the agent on this match. I'm just so curious. Like, who helped them put this together? It, it'd be cool if one day... I, mean, I, I just... I want a WWE Network show where the wrestlers talk over their matches. That'd be great. It, it It's so, like, breaking the fourth wall and kayfabe and, you know, people are against it, whatever. I, I don't... I don't care. No. I would just love something like that. Yep. I think it would be so cool. Like Stone Cold Steve Austin talking over his match with The Rock. And look at that ankle right back to the ankle lock. That's great. What a, what a great tease. Like, oh, how can he withstand yep. another one? Yep. <coughs> I mean, even if they just like... Even if they just released like the notes. Like all the notes that they had from that time. I love, I love when... Squared Circle gets these sometimes. People are like, hey, I got a script from like a 2002 episode of Raw. And I'm like, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. Okay, he's, start, he's starting an STF. Yep. Look at that. STF. Look at, man, this is great. I'm, like, so into this right now. With two and a half minutes left. This is so exciting. All he's got to do is hold on. Yep. That's all Lesnar has to do. Yeah. It's weird that they used Angle and Brock instead of Angle and Lesnar. Right? Oh, yeah. Probably same number of letters. Yeah. I mean, I guess. Yeah, keep it consistent. I suppose. Yeah, because you can't... I mean, I feel like people knew him as Brock. Like, back then they called him Brock. And now they call him Lesnar. Yeah, I guess that's right. They really like going by last names. Yeah. Remember when Rusev had a first name? Oh, yeah. Alexander Rusev? Didn't really... Didn't really work for him. I and, think... I Ant- think Antonio Cesaro? Antonio Cesaro, I, I felt like they shouldn't have dropped Antonio. I, I agree. I liked, I liked Antonio Cesaro. Look at him just wrench that ankle. And this is all, if he gets one more fall, it's only tied. Yeah. But don't worry, UPN gave them permission. You got him extra, they, guys, they got extra time. Look, he's just going, he's got to chase him. Minute and a half left. It's like a timeout victory in the Street Fighter tournament. Hell yeah. You don't really want it, but you'll take it. Yep. <laughs> Minute 20. This is like, this is super intense. Yeah. The crowd's all on their feet. Like, here you go. And he held on. God, the way he pops his hips to get him over like that. Yep. Dude, after 60 minutes, like, how are you doing this? How are you taking this? How are you doing this? Jesus. Like, what Less do you do? Than a minute. Yep. And he's still holding on. That's three. Jesus. There's a, gra- there's a guy in the front row with a Brock Lesnar shirt who's so pissed about this right now. It's so funny. There's five. Yeah. Oh, holding on to Hebner. Low blow. Nice. A damn low blow. That is brilliant. Yep. How awesome. He's going to win it on a low blow. Angle lock. The crowd is nuts right now. Oh, Oh, look at that. He cinches it in. All he's got to do is hold on. All Brock Lesnar's got to do is hold on. Just don't on. tap. Just don't tap. Just don't tap. Five seconds. He taps after after the final second. Time ran out. Angle lost. The crowd is deafeningly quiet. They're pissed. That's great. Oh my god. It just it was just insurmountable for Angle. Mm-hmm. That's how it worked out. It started off with a brutal chair shot straight to the head. Yep. Beats the shit out of him with the chair. Yep. 
and that just put him in a position to, to to win. He's willing to lose the the battle to win the war. Yep. And this is why it's this is probably my favorite Iron Man match. Yep. Which is not to take anything away from the Iron Man match uh, between Brett My uh, Brett Michaels Brett Michaels between Brett Michaels and uh, Sean Vin- Hart and, and Vince Neil and uh, from Motley Crue and Eddie Vedder. Uh, <laughs> uh, but like, because that one was great. I was going to say maybe we should watch that match instead of this one. Uh-huh. But, um, but I feel like this one is a lot more entertaining because of the number of, of pinfalls yep. or decisions. Yeah, a lot. Uh, and also I just love watching Brock Lesnar, but I mean, what great sort of storytelling throughout the whole, whole really, match. really, really, really great. Right. Yep. Um, yep. I mean that that's a fun match that goes for an hour and doesn't feel like it drags or is bad. Mm-mm. Like it starts slow, it gets you in your seat and settled and like ready to watch, and then man, it ramps up and it just goes. Yeah, and I think it's so fun. Yeah, like you don't get long matches like this, and you probably won't get a long a lot of long matches like this anymore because they feel like people's attention spans are shorter and they tend towards not showing wrestling. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, that's that's kind of. Been Could a... you imagine on Raw if the last hour was an Iron Man match? You would be fucking exhausted with a three-hour before... Raw. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but that's why Raw shouldn't be three hours. Well, yeah, Raw should not be three hours. If anything, if they want to have a little bit over, I can get a two and a half hour Raw. Uh-huh. I I feel like two and a half hours of TV time, fine. But I mean, like, they were they were already at like two fifteen most of the time. You know what I mean? And 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 that's fine. So go the go the extra fifteen minutes and do a full two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. But three hours, they just lose me. Plus, it's the same length as a pay per view. So all a pay per view feels like is a is another raw. Yep. Unless you watch a five hour WrestleMania. Fuck! What a mistake that was. Horrible. Did not <coughs> give a shit about the main event. Everybody was exhausted. Yeah. You don't realize how tiring it is to watch something like that. You had the pre-show, you had the kickoff, you yep. had the, all the, all that stuff. Yep. Um, so. Damn. But man, what a great match. What mm-hmm. a great 60-minute match that had the benefit of two fantastic wrestlers, a great story to tell, on a fantastic show, mm-hmm. for the title, all... Pre-recorded, so you could always choose the best camera in each situation to yep. tell the story that you wanted to. Um, very cool, very, very, very cool. SmackDown is uh, at this time in two thousand three, great, really taking off. Uh, this was right before I think Eddie like really got a shot or like got a run with the title. I think so because I want to say, I want to say Lesnar held it until until Guerrero won it. Yeah. Let's find out. When was that? Lesnar, Guerrero, No Way Out, in 2004. Yeah. That, that's when Brock lost to Eddie, and that was right before WrestleMania. So, damn, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. I liked it a lot. Yeah. Uh, that that was a really fun pay-per-view, and I think it made for a cool... Uh, Sorry if we got a little off topic, but I think that made for a good uh, watching with a go-home show. Yeah. We talked about Adult Swim. (laughs) We talked about costumes. We talked about the X-Men. And then also we talked about the wrestling match. Yeah, we did. (laughs) Ta-da. That's great. Uh, But guys, we did it. And right on time. Yeah. Uh, Watching with a go-home show, episode seven. Is in the books, Brian. Is there anything you wanted to say? Anything before before I sign off and you know give give my little spiel? Is there anything you wanted to say about uh, wrestling in general, or uh, anything you wanted to wrap up with before we go into how people can contact us and everything? I just wanted to say that uh, I wish Brock Lesnar would wrestle more like he did back then. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Interesting. This, in this, I I love Brock Lesnar now. I think he's great, but I feel like he's just a suplex machine, mm-hmm. and that's not what makes him so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. It was great to see it the first few times, especially against John Cena, a guy who never gets yeah. like just he doesn't get thrown around fifteen swatted. times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now it's like okay, yeah, you're a suplex machine. Okay, great, you did sixteen suplexes. <coughs> I get it. Fine, mm-hmm. do something else. Right, because when you get to see him put on a story, yep, Brock Lesnar is incredible yeah he he is one of those guys i and i know you you've said it a bunch and we can't like emphasize it enough 
Brock Lesnar is a guy that if he cared about wrestling would have been the next like Stone Cold, the next yeah. big thing. Yep. Like that that billing he got when he first came out yep. would have been true if he would have cared to be there long enough. Yep. He just knew he didn't have to be and mm-hmm. he knew he could go somewhere else to make more money. 100%. 100%. I don't blame I, him and for I that. Do not, and I do not blame him either. I, I do not blame him for going where the money was because wrestling does not treat... Wrestling is a circus. Mm-hmm. It doesn't treat you... Nope. It, does, it doesn't treat you well. It doesn't make you the money that you probably deserve. Mm-mm. And, uh, you know, go where the money is. I, yeah. don't, I don't fault you for that. Nope. I, I just wish that now that he was back, not, or now that he is back, uh-huh. that he would just put... Uh, more effort into it, or not more I, effort. I, I don't think it's effort. You just want him to have different matches. Oh yeah, I just want him to be more as dynamic as he was back then. Yeah. Granted, the dude's almost forty. Yeah. So is AJ Styles. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. So. Yep. There you go. All right, guys. Uh, watching with the Go Home Show episode seven. It's in the books. If you guys want to get a hold of us, you can email us. Go Home Show at mega sixty four dot com. Uh, Twitter is at Go Home Show. The Go Home Show dot com. Facebook dot com slash the Go Home Show. Uh, you can listen or watch this podcast. On YouTube at youtube.com slash Eric Bedour. We do a live podcast every Tuesday at 7.45 p.m. on twitch.tv slash mega64podcast. Uh, we obviously didn't do it whatever week this is coming out because uh, we were busy. But uh, you can see it there any other time. So check us out there. And uh, I think that's it. Brian, episode uh, 7 of Watching with the Go Home Show is in the books. Is there anything you want to say to these folks uh, before we take off? Yeah, I, I just... Okay, hold on. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Can okay. we can we record? Wait, I'm I'm trying to think of something that's a little funnier to say. Go home. 